We're talking about Crackdown 3 and the Division 2 Private Beta. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity Podcast, episode number 44. can hardly believe it. My name is Jeff James. With me is the ever-incredible, the ever-luscious Brody Faults, inventor of Valentine's Day. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, buddy. How about yourself? You've made many people miserable, many I husbands have. miserable around the world. Many hey, men miserable and many women very happy. You know what makes women happy? Following us on Instagram and Twitter. I don't know. At Diggity Podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Diggity Gaming. Uh, and also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, not Pandora, not throwing any Still shade. Still not Pandora. Mm, Pandora team, hit us up, please. Good God. And before we jump right into the news, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. That's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. Get access to over 180,000 titles. Choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or if you're old as shit, your MP3 player. I'm looking you right in the eye. You don't <laughs> I use I told MP3 you, I don't player. use it anymore. So head on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. D-I-G-G-I-T-Y for your free audiobook download, free 30-day free trial. Free 30-day free trial? Mm, okay. We'll roll um, with it. We'll roll with it. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, with that, dude, you want to hit us with the uh, upcoming... Or actually, shit. What did you play this weekend? Uh, let's see. We we played a little bit of Overwatch. I played quite we a bit of Rocket bit of League, as always. Uh, we played some Division 2 beta. Heck yeah, we did. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Um, yep, yep, yep. Overwatch. McCree's broken. That's what we found. Uh, very, very broken. Not confirmed. Nobody's denying it, though. He's broken. He's broken. Um, same broken. with the Reaper. Felt pretty... Little, terrible, little powerful. Terrible to go against. Yeah. So, Not yeah, no, fan. we played uh, mainly Division 2. And a little bit of Overwatch, like we said. But we'll get into Division 2 in a little bit. All right, dude, hit us with the upcoming games. All Mother right. Trucker. <laughs> Keeping it PG. So we have upcoming games on February 12th. The Liar Princess and the Blind Prince on PS4 and the Switch. Uh, Jump Force on PS4, Xbox, and PC. On February 14th, we have Code Realize Wintertime Miracles. That was the strangest name on how they put mm. all that in there. But anyway, that is coming to PS4 and Vita. Civilization Six Gathering Storm expansion coming to PC. On February 15th, we have Metro Exodus coming to PS4, Xbox, and PC, only to the Epic Game Store, because fuck Steam, apparently, huh? <laughs> World domination. <laughs> uh, Far Cry New Dawn coming to PS4, Xbox, and PC. Dragons, Dawn of the New Riders coming to PS4, Xbox, PC, and the Nintendo Switch. And Crackdown 3 coming to PC and Xbox. Crackdown 3, it's gonna be fucking sweet. <laughs> Can't wait. I love Crackdown, uh, dude. Crackdown's I, fucking sick. Someone on our Instagram reached out to us and was like, man, do you even remember the story for Crackdown, like the lore behind yeah, it all? Yeah, and, yeah. You, and you responded, and you're like, man, I don't even give a shit about <laughs> the lore. <laughs> I don't I don't really think it matters too much, let's be honest. No, it's, absolutely. Uh, it's Crackdown. It's... God, it's been a long time. And man. we're gonna we're gonna play that game and talk about it on the Tuesday show. Yes, yes, because yes. it lands lands on the fifteenth, so it comes out Thursday or Friday. I'm surprised they didn't put it on Valentine's Day. Friday. 
I don't know what day it is. Today is the 11th. Tomorrow's the 12th. Oh, yes. That's right. Sorry. Write this show it is notes. the 12th. No, yeah. is it the 12th? It will be the 12th tomorrow. It will tomorrow, be the 12th. It's the 12th today. This, it's the 12th today. today. We just confused everybody. Uh, oh, dear God. Yeah, so it should hit Thursday or Friday. I'm okay, cool. I'm stoked. I'm super Friday. stoked. Is Craig going to play it? No. Yeah, Craig won't play it. Craig, Craig doesn't even play his Xbox anymore. That's true. He should just sell it. And there is another episode that he won't ever listen to. Exactly. Way to go, Craig. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo New York will be hosting a special celebration for Pokemon Day, apparently. The event will kick off on February 27th at 3 p.m. and will wrap up at 3 p.m. on March 3rd. Uh, there will be a Nintendo Trios Q&A uh, all five days of the event, along with other activities for those of you who may be able to make it to the event. Go to it, bro. Uh, and a Gen 8 announcement is possibly possible. Possibly possible. Possibly possible through. Definitely not confirmed, but definitely not ruled out. Five days. Chin Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, five days of Q&As, face paint, all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Every single day has face paint. Five days of face painting. I would like to be painted like... Careful. Yeah, I know. This is, Careful this is now. reaching into dangerous territory. Uh, Jeff, if you get if you could get your face painted, like one Pokemon, yeah, who would it be? Pokemon. Po- po- do you say Pokemon or po- Pokemon? I said Pokemon. Pokemon? Pokemon, yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. What's the actual pronunciation of it? Is it Pokemon or... I don't know. My mom called it Pokemans, which Pokemans. just pissed me off. <laughs> Pokemans. Uh, um, I believe it is actually. You know Pokemon, what? It more the more question is what Pokemon actually would look good on your fucking face that you could probably like what because Pikachu. <clears throat> if you if you tried to paint your face to look like Pikachu, you are you saying like I Pikachu, would not be an just, adorable Pikachu? No, it'd be terrifying. <laughs> with the beard. Look like Pikachu joined ISIS. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> there, there We've goes, avoided it all until this there point. There goes here we the are. monetization. Yep. Good lord. No money from this one. Um we're gonna keep trucking. I don't though. I don't know. I don't know what I mean hmm. Snorlax would look good, I guess, in your face. Magic carp, you can do a magic carp because people do, do fish carp. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> Oh boy. I don't So you know this Virginia thing, right? With the governor. Yeah. And how he did the blackface. Yeah. What's the difference between that and painting your face like a diglet? Oh, man. Would you yeah. not get the same result? It would, yeah. It would He's be incredibly racist. Normal. And a, just a terrible move. So you couldn't use Diglett. Yeah, Diglett's out of the question. Doug that Trio's is, out of the question. He's not even in the book. Doug Trio's out of the question. Like, That's know? just three times as bad. Uh, no, um, Dang it. <laughs> Um, oh boy! Oh jeez. Um, I'm, I guess Squirtle. Yeah, you I, Squirtle. I thought like War Turtle or, or Squirtle, um, Blastoise. Blastoise. Yeah. Blastoise Anybody that's do. bald, man. Other than Vulpix, Diglett. you could probably do. You could probably do Vulpix. <laughs> you just like karate chop your fucking pop filter. <laughs> Holy cow! Oh man. Um, yeah, definitely don't paint your face like Diglett. That's not gonna go well in today's day. <laughs> Uh, anyways, this Pokemon event sounds interesting. Um, if you'd like to attend it and you're in New York, which we know that we've got some listeners in New York, let us know how it is if you're going to it. Um, it's five days. I don't 
I don't know if every day is supposed to be ooh, pretty much the ooh, same thing. Ooh, or, ooh, ooh, ooh. Will oh. they show? Will they show? Um, I know I just made a face like I was like like shitting myself. Like ooh, 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 ooh no, no. no. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe this is where they talk about the new Pokemon game. Yeah, Gen Eight, buddy. I know, but I but I mean like not just like yeah. the generation and showing the Pokemon off. I mean like getting into it. It would be a, a prime time for it because it's supposed to come out this year. So I mean, it's gonna have to happen at some point, right? And they usually do do a separate event uh, aside from like a normal Nintendo Direct, Ni- or not Niantic. Good God, Pokemon Company usually kind of goes out and does their own thing. So, hmm. Well, Game Freak. I have to say, I just I want a good Pokemon game. Yeah. I just want it to be everything I want it to be. No, that's not selfish, right? No, that's not selfish at all. It's not too much to ask, right? <laughs> no, it'll be okay, fine. Cool. Sweet, awesome. All right, so next up we have Apex Legends showing no signs of slowing down. You good? I got it. Yeah, okay, I got my pop cool. filter. I'm good. All right, all right cool. I haven't cool. pop filter problems today. <laughs> uh, so Apex Legends now has hit 25 million players good with over God. two million concurrent players at its peak. Holy cow! <laughs> that's where we're wow. gonna draw the line yeah we're gonna say yeah. <laughs> run through more of these <laughs> metrics dude uh so five days ago these numbers were at 10 million players and 600,000 concurrent players within 72 hours of launch good lord uh respawn seems to be taking the game in a similar direction as many other free-to-play games or games as service games by having special events for holidays and things like that which right. i mean Makes was sense. to be expected Yep. Uh, this early on, I didn't really expect it, though. Uh, so anyway, uh, this week they will be introducing limited-time loot-themed around Valentine's Day. And then Season 1 will be starting in March, and will introduce their version of the Battle Pass, which we have yet to see what that will actually look like, but probably pretty standard there, I would assume. And uh, the first season will also introduce new legends, weapons, loot, and more, which we have yet to see if that will be exclusive to the Battle Pass. I would think not, because that would be something that actually can change the game, and they have stated, stated that they are that not going to do, do that. that. So, yeah. And also, with Apex, we're seeing uh, <sighs> some interesting things where... It, it, it kind of seems like Fortnite's losing a little bit of mm-hmm. a little bit of their Twitch share mm-hmm. here. It seems like a lot of streamers are yeah, foregoing Fortnite to play well, Apex Legends. I think I don't think it's a protest thing. I mean, no. it's just streamers and content creators. No, not, to it. Not I mean, protest. like shit. The reason why we're talking about it because it's popular. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we like to talk about it because it's a good game. Yeah, but absolutely. If we don't talk about popular things, people are like Jeff Brody. Why do you keep talking about painting your face like Diglett? <laughs> you know. Yeah. This doesn't work. That's not that's not good content. That's not good content. <laughs> As we leave it in our you, So, 25 million players. That's insane. And today, um, some of my buddies uh, who are like, they're, they're pretty decent. Like, like they're into gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say like all of them are, are heavy into it. I'd yeah. say one of them is like a pretty decently heavy gamer. And like they brought up Apex Legends. And they brought up, I was like, man, I'm loving this game. And, like, the only qualms that they had about it was that um, they're like, oh, you know, it's difficult to win or whatever. But that, but it's not difficult enough for people to want to try to master it. Right. To try to beat it, which is great. And I think it's definitely more challenging and it's more, people are going to hate on me, I think it's more redeeming than, like, a Fortnite just because of its art style. Yeah. I Honestly. Think so too. Absolutely. So, characters are weird, but 
They are a little strange, but I, I like them. I mean, I think yeah. they're good characters, especially um, uh, Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's adorable. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> uh, he's derpy. Yeah, it's it's really cool to see. I I, I mean, we're, we're not big Fortnite fans. We don't hate the game. We just no. don't play it. Just don't get so along this is kind of something new for us. And then we're also not big on uh, PUBG because it has hurt us. And we don't like it. <laughs> it's hurt us. Oh my <laughs> it God. has hurt us. Holy cow. Uh, no, it, supposedly they're getting it kind of reined in now, but uh, they're for a long time when we it's first It's $50 for like their special pack. Which is crazy. Insane. Absolutely crazy. I don't hate the company that makes that, but they take advantage of people, and it's brutal. Yeah. Um. Cool. So, Did you see... Oh. Sorry, before you yeah, venture go out of it. there. Yeah. Yeah, no on that same note there. Uh, do you see they have a Joker and Harley Quinn skin from uh, Suicide Squad? In PUBG? In PUBG. What in the hell? Guess how much it is. Just for those two skins. When did they get that? Uh, it wasn't very long ago. Who the fuck decided to put I, Suicide I Squad know. in there? I don't know. It's not a good movie. Go ahead and guess how much it is. Ten bucks. No. Is it for both? For both. So it's like a dual pack. Like you can't buy them independently. Right. $30. 20 bucks. It's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for a Joker and a Harley Quinn from did a they, shitty movie. Do they do they look like do they look like good like is it is it the whole character or is it just like the outfit? It's the it's a whole character, I think. I'd have to go back and look now, but mm. I, I'm pretty sure it I makes don't you know look why like the they whole don't just do that for a bunch of them and just have like a bunch of goofy like have <laughs> Disney would never do it. You might be being able to be like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> just ha ha. Just go around like shooting people and shit. What? You, See you soon, Disney's pal. gonna end up making a battle royale. Oh my gosh! With Moana <laughs> and uh, the dinosaur, the good dinosaur we were talking about Arlo. during dinner. Arlo, you can kill Arlo. Arlo's oh father. Uh, Crackdown three wrecking zone will not support lobbying with friends at launch. Uh, so this was revealed during a technical test on Sunday with a confirmation from a Microsoft rep on the official Discord. Uh, they do not know when. Uh, or if this feature will be implemented, why? That seems like such a standard thing, especially for a game that's been in development for so long. I don't... Uh, Is this going to be a Monster Hunter again? Oh, boy. But Crackdown? The, why would why would you do that? Be, I, I, I understand it is fun to go alone, do the whole world of Crackdown, do what you want. Yeah, but this is specifically the like multiplayer, I know, like I know, destructive arena. Like this is where you want to team up with friends. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and they don't goofed it up. Yeah, they'll they'll do something. People will complain, and they'll do something. They have to. How could they not see that that people were gonna complain from the get go? Tell you right now, I haven't even game. I haven't even played the game and it's already hurt in the review. Oh yeah, that's not a good that's mark. Just not, by you any just don't means. leave that out. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's, Holy cow. Talk about dropping the ball. I mean, it's... And not even dropping the ball. You didn't even fucking pick it up. <laughs> you had to pick the ball up in order to fucking drop it. <laughs> right? Yeah, you would think so. Um, good God. that's That seems like such a easy overlook right there. Just something that you should... Maybe it's easy to just to jump in. Maybe we don't know. With how many people are going to be queuing up in there to just happen to land in the same match as your buddy, even though you aren't going to be able to lobby up with them? I highly doubt it. Well, so, I so hold on. I thought the lobby is just like, you and I just can't get together at the start. 
But maybe it's like Monster Hunter where I can shoot like a flare or like call you in and then you can join me. This is only for like a small arena. It's only going to be like, I, I don't remember what the teams were. It was only like 4v4. In this oh, arena. so we just can't yeah, even. It's like a multiplayer match and you can't lobby up with friends. That's right. That's a huge problem. I mean, maybe their excuse is control of, of difficulty against teams. It's a squad of four against a squad of one. But then you can just they say, just like, hey, these people are in squads of four. Let's yeah. make sure they pay the other people in squads of four. Yeah, I mean, you would think. I, I don't know what the reasoning behind it is. It doesn't 2019, seem like man. they really know 2019, either. 2019, this is it. 2018, just, 2019 of gaming is just shit that just should be done. That does those games, yeah, get, doesn't everything get done. we've learned in the past 30 years of gaming, we're just going to go ahead and throw that out the window. Correct. Or even longer. I mean, you could go back further, but I don't think there's really any need to. Hey, you could at least play on the same fucking pong table. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm not wrong. You would think, yeah. Yeah, right there. I mean, you can play each other in Pong. Oh, oh fuck can I do that in Crackdown? Uh, and the worst part is I don't even have Crackdown, and now I know I can't even fucking do that in Crackdown. Yeah. That's the worst part. I don't... If I found that out when I turned it on, nobody told me, oh, shit, that kind of sucks. Do you think it's a bigger outcry now that uh, since it came out before the game launched, or do you think it would have been even worse if we found out after the game launched? I think it would have been worse just because of like 76 and everything that's been going on with that stuff and yeah, people holding true. shit back and yeah, even Anthem holding stuff back. <laughs> hmm. Let's not talk about Anthem. Yeah. Uh, we'll eventually get to Division 2, but you've got one more piece of news here. And it's yeah, a one rumor, more. Rumor mill. The rumor mill. So this time it's all Nintendo. Uh, Sweet. Which I love is, it. I, I enjoy Nintendo rumors, but the first one is... Kind of a rumor. It, well, we've it's reported almost... on this a couple of times. What's that? Haven't we reported this on a couple of times? Yeah. But we didn't know if it was coming to Switch. Right, right. Okay. We, okay. okay. So the, the first one is kind of a rumor, but not really because it's kind of showing up on a major website. But anyway, <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3 uh, remastered for the Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. uh, it's being listed on Ubisoft's website. So that that's kind of a good Only indicator. Only if you sign in, too. Yeah. So if you sign into your job Ubisoft the made Club that site. membership, yeah, you can see that this game is coming to Nintendo Switch on March 29th. Oh my god! Um, but if you are not signed in, you can't see it mm. because reasons. Yeah, two different <laughs> sites. But anyway, uh, so that that's the first one. The next one is GameStop Germany has Spyro Reignited Trilogy for Switch with a release date of August 16th, 2019. That's far away. That is far away. That's super far away. It is extremely far away. I don't it's like that. That's over a year from when Isn't that first close launched? to Crash Tycoon Racing? Uh, no, I think, I think Crash is earlier. I was thinking Crash was June. I'd have to double check That's that. That's terrible if it's after Crash Tycoon Racing. You would think so, yeah. But, I mean... I don't know, man. I wouldn't think it would take that long to get it over to Switch. You would think they would be pretty damn close. I mean, by the this game, point. dude. The game is pretty beautiful. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. Like on mm. the on the Xbox One, it's pretty. So yeah. maybe there's just a lot of stuff that they downres onto it after they built it. But I don't know. Spend a year doing it though, dude. The development for the Switch is is decently easy, but like I mean, it's all the shit behind it, like putting on cartridges and shit and testing those and testing the memory for it. And then Nintendo's got tons of 
stipulate there might be photogenic shit you have no idea yeah, where like it can cause true. seizures and nintendo doesn't want that on any other system so then, I mean, to, that, yeah. so then they have to change stuff so you have no idea what they have to change that's true until you play through it all but i still think it's ridiculously far away i think they should just i would have rather just waited for everything and just put it out on everything at the same time and i would i would have i would have bought it for switch i would have got it for switch yeah but i have it on xbox that, one that's now. why i don't have it because like I'm crash tycoon racing i'll probably wait if wait it's not it on switch yeah. I mean, you got to put that on Switch. Oh, yeah. But then they also might not because it might be like, well, how's it going to go against Mario Kart? Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, it's at the same time, you would think you'd be able to get your development costs out of it in the meantime, especially if they're oh, not putting yeah. out a new Mario Kart for a while. I mean, who knows Don't when we're going to get like that. Don't say stuff like that. Come on, Reggie's doing Double Dash Remake. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know it. Uh, you know it. We asked for it. Reggie's going to deliver. Right, right. All day. Nintendo really is spot on with delivering things that people ask for. No. What? What's the next piece of rumor? Anyway, the last one that we have here is that there is a rumored Nintendo Direct for February 13th. <gasps> That's a day. It is a That's day. That's a day after this podcast. Which, by the time you listen to this podcast or watch it on They should YouTube, have announced it by already. It'll probably be announced. And you can find the details on our Instagram. As to when that's going to be. That's right. Because you we're the sure best can. At Diggity Podcast. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this leak comes from King Zell on Reset Era, who has a pretty good track record of predictions with Nintendo Directs and other Nintendo news. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the upcoming games and general spring release dates and beyond, a direct is inevitable at this point. Uh, the only question is when, which is very true because. Uh, well, well, hold on. What the fuck is that kind of an answer? A direct is obviously inevitable. They have them all the fucking time. But to say, but when? Of course. I don't know when it's going to fucking be. And he doesn't know. Yeah. No, That's he, his didn't, thing? he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Oh. But thanks. <laughs> no. Is I'm, that what you read in the show notes? I'm so <laughs> fucking sorry. <laughs> no. Oh, no. If Let me finish the statement, Jeffrey. Go for it. We have Fire, or Fire Emblem, which is supposed to be coming out in like March. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it's inevitable, because it's got to be coming here you think soon. You're going to show a ton of that, huh? Uh, I would or make think, it circled around that? I would think so. You're going to make it center around New Mario Kart. No. Oh, they're going to no, tease the New Mario Kart. No, no, no. They're going to tease the new fucking there's Mario Kart. A, there's a ton of games that have... Yeah, that, that's why it said with spring release dates coming, there has to be a direct coming soon. Okay. That's the point of it. Not I hope spring that, comes yeah, soon. Obviously sick and tired of this weather. Oh, good God. Good God. It is terrible. It is terrible. But, you know what? I can hear it now. At the end of the direct, you hear, and you got a Mario. There's Kart. no way. Oh fuck yeah! No, a little, no, 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 little little question mark box. It's gonna spin. I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna watch the Nintendo Direct. And you know what? Maybe we should do a react. We'll do like a watch video or something like that for it. We'll wait a couple of days and we'll do a watch video for it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll figure. We'll it. get it in there. Sometime. Oh, we could do it over Hangouts. Yeah, not a problem. We could record it that way. Mm-hmm. I can put this in the little bottom. Um, yeah, it's gonna be like new, new, new. You hear? Yahoo! Nah, that's and then something. You're gonna see, and then you're gonna see a little fucking question mark box, and then you're gonna see Mario come flying in his car. And he's gonna come flying by. No, that's something they'd say. And that you know what's gonna happen? That's something they'd say. And Waluigi's gonna come by and he's like, come flying by, drifting, and then it's gonna say Mario Kart. Double dash, you fucks. And it's going to be just remastered. 
It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be Mario Kart 8 Remastered. <laughs> uh, Mario Kart no. 8.2 XLS. <laughs> What's that stand for? I don't know. Everyone's putting S on everything, dude. Xbox One S. Yeah, that's Come true. on. That's true. No, that's it's too far away. They would wait until they get closer to E3, so then they can make that the big thing at E3 if they were going to do something like that. I don't think so. Yep. No, nope, big thing yep. at E3 is going to be Pokemon. Nope. Yep. Nope. Big thing at E3 is going to be Metroid and Pokemon. And, um, oh, you know. You Metroid probably... isn't going to be there. They're like two years out. They just restarted. Oh, they'll show some shit at E3. Oh. No. Oh, yeah. After they just announced having to restart development. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they'll no. show some shit. Oh, they'll show some stuff. No. For sure. No. They'll do some, like, CGI trailer. Some no. interesting, crazy thing. Oh, I bet you they will. Here, right here. Right here. We'll do it. Yep. I'm gonna. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't, so if you, if I win that, it's our bet. We have to have a bet here. Okay. Let's um, do it. Metroid, Metroid, about the game or just a CGI trailer? Some some bullshit. Just some sort of like together. cool like something bonus Metroid. trailer. Just something Metroid. Some right. Metroid. I'm still down for the bet. Metroid that's fine. E3. That's fine. You don't think they're gonna say anything at E3 about Metroid? They might say something, but they're not gonna show anything. Not gonna show anything. No. Okay, loser. I don't understand why they would say anything. And Are you ready for this? Show. Are you ready yeah. for this? Oh boy, I'm I'm terrified for what's about. Gonna, loser what's has to be? purchase Saddle Club at GameStop. Saddle Club at GameStop. Yeah, it's a horse game. I know what it is. I think we saw it not too long ago. Loser has to buy that in person. Oh boy. And if there's a Saddle Club too, you got to pre-order it. Oh. Now you're just getting hurtful with it. Now it's too far. I can handle the first part. I can't oh, wait God. to film you going in there to buy Saddle Club. I'll camp out for it. Could you imagine? You're the only guy out I'm there not camping. camping out with you. There'd be no, cops. They're not even going to do a minute. They call the police. They call the police. I won't even bail you out. I'll make you sit there. Um. Okay, cool. So this. So let's just go down the list then of what we think is going to be in this Nintendo Direct. Because you don't think it's going to be Mario Kart? No. And there's obviously there's no Metroid there, in this There's one. way too many other games that have already been announced that we have not seen anything about. For yeah, but look time. at all the other ones that they've done. Every single Nintendo director they do at the very end, they throw like a, and there's more. And they yeah. throw like some, you know. I know, but we've got a lot of heavy hitters that are going to be coming here soon. I mean, you got Bayonetta, yeah. you've got Fire Emblem, which Fire Emblem has blown up in popularity in the last, I don't know, six years probably. Yeah. Ever since Awakening came out, um, Luigi's Mansion Three. I mean, there's there's a lot of heavy hitters that are going to come before they do another Mario part or Mario Kart. Sorry. Um, what about uh, more Animal Crossing? Yeah, and that's another one. We I think for sure about. we haven't seen anything about Animal Crossing. I think definitely some more Animal Crossing. Um, Which is it was supposed to? Oh, it didn't have a it didn't have a spring release, did it? Or did it have an official spring release? Or was I, that speculation? I can't remember. I think it's speculation for it. I think when we, when it was the uh, we, E3 stuff, it was just uh, 2019, correct? Yes. Yes. Yes? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes all it facts all here. to run together. <laughs> all facts here at Diggity. Oh, um, man. Yeah, I think it's 2019. And I want to see them do some cool shit with that. I want to see like a real good, robust like online Yep. You know, feature to that game. That's a lot better than any other in the past. You you know how I say things sometimes that people like to maybe drag out pitchforks and and torches. 
I am not a huge Animal Crossing fan. I'm going to go ahead and take a sip of beer here. Yep, yep. Uh, mm. It's just not my thing, man. Um, I get distracted too easy. I can't. Okay, fair enough. Look, I'll say this. I think Animal Crossing, for, there, there's two kinds of people. There's people that will just play like eight hours of Animal Crossing mm-hmm. and just be mindless forever on yeah. it. And you can do that. It's fun. Um, for me, Animal Crossing is just something where I, I jump in for like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. I play it and I, and I dip or like a half hour, which I think is going to be perfect on the Switch because I can sit there on the couch and oh, just, yeah. you know, zip a quick Put half hour out of mode, it. Go do something else, come back, yeah. Yeah, which I think is going to be great. I just, I think Animal Crossing to take to that next level needs to have a lot of that online component, component oh, uh, figured out mm-hmm. in order to be like super, you know, worth it to me. Because if it's just, they're just taking like the same experience that they had on like the Wii. Yeah. It doesn't really add I don't need anything. that, dude. It'd be the same thing, right? I don't need that. We've been there, done that already. Been there, so. done it. Don't need any of that. So well, we don't, you don't... Or they could even pull, like, a full Mario Kart where they give you these sweet carts that have two people in them and then take them away and never bring them back. What would they take away from Animal Crossing? I don't know. Homes. They, they will find something. Homes. You sleep on cardboard. <laughs> in Chicago. Animal Crossing, the homeless edition. Oh my gosh! Well, did we say on the last podcast? And if we did, my apologies to everybody for having to hear this again. But was it you saying The Sims Four made like a billion dollars or something like that so far? Yeah, Sims Four has made five billion. Oh, five! I believe, or maybe it was a billion. God damn it! Why do you keep testing my knowledge on things that we've already talked about? Have we talked about it on this podcast? Yeah, we talked about it last week. Okay. Last Thursday. Okay. It got brought up as kind of a, a side note on something. But Fun fact. Yeah, it, well, was, you know. I, it was thrown in that whole EA Apex Legends little. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Um, maybe they'll do. Maybe yeah, they'll do like Animal Crossing. It's made Sims. way more money than I would have ever thought. Crazy. Anyways, I guess Nintendo Direct coming up and something. Fire Emblem, a little bit of Animal Crossing in our minds, and I think we're gonna see some Bayonetta three. Some DLC probably. Maybe. Maybe DLC for Super Smash? Yeah. Maybe we'll get the, the next character announced and maybe yeah. we'll get Joker released. Huh? Uh, I mean, maybe. they just dropped the Piranha Plant. And that broke it. And broke their game. So Joker's got to do that and they got to fuck it all up again too. <laughs> so, yeah, that's important. Yeah, right. Which would be great. Hey, um, let's just let's jump into the meat of, of, of this. Um, well, I guess kind of like this is a side thing because it is a private beta. So right. we played uh, Division Two private it's not beta the demo that's supposed to sell you on the game. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so let's let's do that. It, this is a <laughs> private beta that we were in. Um, it's not a demo. There's bugs. There's known bugs in it. They let everybody know that. Did a good job of letting people know that. Yeah. And um, we'll just jump into it. Um, you want to lead this review, sir, on how you you feel we should kind of review it? I know you had like a little bit of a structure yeah. behind it. Yeah, so uh, we'll just kind of give some brief over overview here, and then we'll jump into kind of some of the specifics. So, uh, go ahead and give me what your your first impressions were on it, like what what you thought. Oh, just, just quick first impressions. Into, yeah, just quick first impressions. Sure. Yeah. Uh, first quick impressions. Uh, game looks beautiful. Uh, game sounds beautiful. Uh, the UI, the HUD looks great, and when I killed people, it felt great. <laughs> Wait, in the game, you're gonna need therapy for that last sentence. In the game, but all right. In the game, 
Uh, yeah, I thought the the world felt awesome. I think that the setting is much much better. I think the other one was a little bit too doom and gloom over there in Manhattan. Um, which I mean, As granted, it is. this this is kind of also doom and gloom, but yeah, whole other world. Post-apocalyptic. Um, I think everything feels very similar to Division One, just better. Um, yeah, I, I think from what from what we saw, I think everything just kind of. The whole world felt more alive. I mean, you had deer running around and things like that. Just yeah, I killed the deer, man. First, first like <laughs> ten seconds in, I shot that thing in the head, and I'm like, "There's no way it's gonna die." It died. It died. It yeah. died, and I felt terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's because you're a terrible person who likes to kill people. Deer hunt things. No, virtually people. hunt. I, I said don't... people. Oh my gosh! It felt great when I killed people. It felt great quote, when I killed people in quote, the game. Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna uh, be good. No, I, I think um, from what I played of it, I think that this has potential to do significantly better than what Division One did, and it looks fantastic. So, that being said, let's let's jump into the music in the game. Yeah, speaking of which, the music in this game is fucking awesome. It is. It's fantastic. It is awesome. It gets you totally hyped up. Yeah. Um, so first off, let's let's go into visuals, the graphics. Let's okay. let's uh, give me your thoughts on that. What'd you, what'd you so think? again, private beta. So there's a couple glitches I found. Mm-hmm. Um, the funniest one was we were doing a mission and you, your guy was just like flailing his arms <laughs> like this and shooting. Meanwhile, like on your screen, obviously he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Like you're, you're you know you're sniping people, but I'm watching you. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And you're just like. <laughs> with your gun firing off and I'm like oh shit and then I'm just, but then I'm seeing like a guy across the room like fall and I'm like okay he's killing them I just can't see him yeah um no graphically I thought it looked good um during the daytime's fantastic um nighttime uh I was kind of like mm, I don't know some parts got really dark like I, I would um I would definitely when it asks you to change your brightness I would actually go a little bit brighter than than you usually do on a mm-hmm. game I found there's some spots that were just a little too dark, but that could change again because it's private beta. Um, uh, I thought that it. I, I mean, I don't. I thought the division one was a pretty game to begin with. Oh yeah, and it still holds up pretty well too, honestly. Yeah, and I, I mean, think that division two really just kind of looks like division one um, with a little bit of different um, lighting um, yeah. in some areas. But I also think that this is simply because there's some open spaces. So for me, I thought it was a hit in terms of the graphics department i thought it was good um and to have the additional stuff come in like animals and stuff like that that just adds to it yeah so um so uh, for me the graphics i think uh, along with what you said i think they're very similar to division one Mm -hmm. um just a little better uh the lighting i think was significantly better i think they did a lot of work in the lighting I mean, there was a couple times you opened a door and you're like, holy shit, it's bright out there. I yeah. mean, it's just like a solid, God, good God, talking with my hands again. I'm smacking mics. and You're Italian. Uh, <laughs> He's not. But uh, I mean, it was just a, a solid white light. Mm-hmm. And it was like walking into a white wall almost. Yeah, it was like walking was into heaven. You'd open it and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, that could probably be toned down a little bit maybe. but um, I get it. Yeah. I get the reasoning for it because you're like you're kind of weird and you're like holy shit I can't see anything yeah, just, I'm gonna take it slow before I walk out here. I and just crawled out of the tunnel and now I'm walking outside. I, I should probably be blinded yeah. by it, but um, I think a lot of the environments felt more creative. I feel like Manhattan mm-hmm. was just very cookie cutter for the most part, which yeah, I, copy I, and paste, I think, yeah, which. 
to an extent, I I think that's similar to kind of what that structure of the well, but but there's the thing, right? Is is originally when they did Division One, it was you were going to be able to do everything like in New York. It wasn't just yeah Manhattan, the island of Manhattan. It was like the rest of the other you know islands as well, like Long Island and everything. Yeah. So it was going to be you know it might that might have broken it up, especially something like a bridge. Yeah. And in in this private beta, you are restricted to one area, which we talked about. <laughs> We're just man. smacking stuff. Pop left filters and right. are so bad today. <laughs> also, why the fuck did I get a pop up from Wayfair? I don't. I don't know. Wayfair, you could just. What I need. <laughs> but anyway, Not uh, I feel like once you're open to the entire area that is playable, I think you're going to see a lot of cool stuff, especially once yeah. you get over towards like. The Washington Monument and oh yeah, and all the, the of that. white, the White House right at the start in the in the private beta. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. The first battle and they get you like right into it, yeah. which is what I like. There's no it's bullshit right there. Like it's you know take forever and the the clip with the start was great too. Oh yeah, opening absolutely. scenes. I think uh, I think graphically, I think it it looks fantastic. I mean, it, it's not. It's not going to win any awards for its graphics. No, I means, think it's but... behind when it comes to other. And here's a, here's the fucked up part though. I don't know what it's exactly behind in. Yeah, it, I it's think hard to just place your in total, on what it is. I, yeah. I think in total, it's behind on like everything by just a smidgen. Yeah. Because I think their core focus was just the the game, gameplay, the, the cover, which is great. Which right. you need that in oh, the game, absolutely. and we'll get into that. But yeah, like I think they're just kind of like ten percent below mm-hmm. everybody else when it comes to the other things, unless yeah. on release it's you know magical and changes yeah with that being said i I think it's um graphically it looks kind of similar to i I, a rainbow six siege yeah kind of i i don't know it almost looks more similar to assassin's creed when you're not into these giant open areas like so in assassin's creed i see like when you're walking through a cave or just kind of outside in an area that's not naturally gorgeous I think it looks very similar. Uh, like the the people mainly is what I'm kind of going for, I guess, because the environment of in Assassin's Creed Odyssey is gorgeous. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think the the character models look kind of similar to like an Assassin's Creed game to an right. extent. Uh, it's got this very Ubisoft or Ubisoft. Sorry. I know I know you're a stickler on it. Uh, Ubisoft feel to it. Um, so, it's pretty standard there, um, but yeah. Audio, Ooh. hit me with the audio there, fella. Audio, my thoughts on it. Yeah. So audio worked sometimes, not all the time. Mm-hmm. Again, you got to give him a pass because it's a private beta. But I will say this, like, and we both discussed this. We don't know why betas and demos and, I mean, even alphas in some instances, like aren't going through more rigorous like QA. Yeah. It just seems like there's Some a de- like a declination. Obvious things. Yeah, it seems like there's a, been a declination over the last like couple of years of just like not giving a shit on certain things. Yeah. Um but anyways the audio would work sometimes and it so this game uses some pretty crazy audio. Oh yeah. Like if you've got good headphones um for gaming even if you don't have good headphones for gaming, if you have like decent headphones, mm-hmm. it it's like full surround experience within your headphones. Like, there's a great example where I was down an alley, and something was like brushing on the pavement, 
uh, and I could hear it in the back left. You were freaking out. And I was freaking the fuck out because <laughs> it was dark at night in my apartment. And then I, I heard it move all the way to the right side. Mm-hmm. And it, honest to God, it sounds exactly like as if someone was in my place. Like there was like, um, there was some building or whatever and you could hear like footsteps or like knocking or something banging on like wood. Yeah. And it sounded like someone, I, I caught myself going like, what? What? <laughs> like around my apartment. And so the sound is beautiful and the sound would work. Like, for example, uh, when you're getting to the, the safe houses and some of the safe zones, you would have like the like delivery trucks would be used as a gate or yeah. whatever and it would move. Sometimes you would hear the, the noise of that and then other times you wouldn't hear the noise of that. Right. So there were some sounds where it didn't show up. But if I have to base it on what has been the best so far in the private beta on the sounds and that's going to be just the game in total, mm-hmm. I'm super happy with it. Oh, yeah. Super, super happy with it. I think from what I've played of it and what I have experienced, when the sound worked, it was phenomenal. I loved it. Like mm. you said, it, it sounded like surround sound in regular headphones, which... It and, sounded like all like, of a sudden I had a different set of headphones on and I had like 10 speakers in my fucking each ear. Right. And it, the way they were able to play with the directions in the headphones, even oh, not yeah. having like a, a full surround sound headset like i i have a pretty good headset but, but we don't it, we don't not, have like hd sound like full spectrum right it, it's not like what you get on a lot of pc gaming headsets and things like no. that just because the xbox isn't set up for that and, and yeah. even like your nicer headsets aren't going to completely capture that uh in its entirety but i right. think for how they played with it and how they were able to pull it off is incredible oh yeah um I did have some major, major issues with sound not working, though. While I was playing... Your gun wasn't making noise, Yeah, my gun wasn't making noise. That's a problem. Nor was the enemy's guns making noise. So while I was being shot at, I had no clue. And while I was shooting, I had no clue whether I was actually firing or not until I watched the health bar go down. And by that time, it's... I mean, if you've ever played The Division, if you have to stop for a second to try to figure out if you're firing or not, you're probably already you're dead. dead. You're dead. <laughs> you die very, very quickly if you're not in cover. So um, that that's a major issue that I assume will be fixed by the time the full game comes out. Right. I don't know because in this day and age and what we've seen in games, it's, it's very hit or miss. They're either going to get it or they're not. There's not going to be a half-ass fix or anything like that. So... Um, as long as that's fixed, I would say that the sound is gorgeous and probably one, one of the, the better be- examples yes. I've seen in sound in a while. I think while. one of the best sounding games I've heard in probably a couple of years. Probably, yeah. It Absolutely. sounds better in Battlefield Five. And I like what they did when you were <clears throat> in a battle. As you were going into the battle, like the music kind of starts to ramp yes. up a little bit. And then it went into full guitar, like electric oh, guitar riffs. It like, was great. It was uh, it just it had a real like heavy EDM feel and, and you're stuff. just like yeah. getting down. It was awesome. I, I was really, really pumped to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of games don't do that. Or at least don't do it well. Yeah. I, I, sometimes they'll throw it in there, but it's so soft in the background. Like this is brought... Not completely to the foreground because you can still no, hear all your guns. No, it starts in the background but, and then it's brought right up to the foreground. When right, you're, when but you're, when it, it never overpowers your guns or the no, you can guns still, or anything like that. No, you can still sense what's going on yeah, through, and through hearing. It's just it, the way they implemented that is just, it was fantastic. Oh, it's great. They did a fantastic they job killed on it. that. They killed it. Uh, so next up, I just kind of want to touch on 
gameplay. I know that's kind of a broad spectrum, but um, mm-hmm. just kind of how how the game felt, how the controls felt, how how the overall just aspects of gameplay were. So for me, the the I, I'll go through I'll go through cons first. So for me, cons in gameplay. Uh, the enemies were super repetitive to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, maybe there's other enemies that we don't have yet. Yeah, there's supposed to be other factions. Yeah, I do know that, and and that's great. Um, I hope they're beyond just like different colors and different looks and yeah. and like what they do. The one that pissed me off the most is the chick that shoots her arm up with meth and then comes at you and runs at you with a knife. <laughs> Similar to the if if you played the first one, the uh, the guys that run at you with a baseball bat. Yeah, uh, except for she is. On some sort of a drug, and it has a bar that has to be yeah, completed first that, before then getting her health. It's almost like an overshield. Yeah, it's like a shield kind yeah. of thing. Um, you know, like it's, I get it, but the problem was it was happening so often that it was just annoying as shit, and mm-hmm. I found that sometimes like it would take a shit ton to kill them. Yeah, and you'd like they're running so fast at you that you like are running backwards trying to shoot them with your gun. And uh, and you'd have to reload at least once during the during the time to to kill them right through their shield and everything. Um, to that and gameplay to the gun, um, the I heard that too. Um, <laughs> with the get good, um, with the guns, uh, I wasn't too satisfied with the guns that we started out with. It was yeah, but they're they're just. I get it. Guns, I mean, I get it, but it's kind of like mm, a recoil see, on it. Where the recoil is nuts. Oh, yeah. I found myself instead of I. You can't hold the trigger. Yeah, you, just you have tap. to. You just have to tap it. Yep. Um, which is fine. Like once you master it, it feels good. Mm-hmm. Um, another con to it is fuck, man. When when there is like smoke or gas or something around you, you cannot see shit. Yeah. And I found it. I found it like I found it hard to focus mm-hmm. uh, on the screen really because there was just so much stuff coming around. And then I also found like if an enemy was shooting you from behind, that the heads up arrow that would normally point to you to show that the enemy's behind, it just I don't. It might work for other people. It was. It it didn't work very well for me in terms of being like oh they're shooting from behind like it would basically take me eventually seeing like the bullet path coming close to me to be able to see that um, versus seeing the arrow. Yeah. Just the way that it was done was kind of weird for me. Real quick, I guess, before we um, get too many things on our pros and cons list, let's go ahead and split this category up a little bit and do combat. So everything you've set up until this point is oh. pretty much combat. That that way we don't Yeah, okay, so it's cons of combat. So pros of combat. That way we can um, kind of segment this a little pros bit. Pros of combat, extremely satisfying when you get kills mm-hmm. in the game. Extremely satisfying. Um, super fucking easy to... Are we doing like a UI segment or no? Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, we'll cool. We'll do that last. So super satisfying when you get, you know, kills. Mm-hmm. Um, felt like I was running. Mm-hmm. In Division 1, I didn't feel like I was really running. Yeah, that's in, fair. In Division 2, I felt like I was actually getting some speed. Um, everything felt intuitive mm-hmm. um, when I was shooting. Um, the cover from the enemies, the enemies seemed pretty smart. Honestly, really smart. In some instances, like the AI almost was too smart. Sometimes, yeah, almost <laughs> too smart. Sometimes, which proves some challenging points. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also think on the combat side, a little con too. I felt like there wasn't, and it could just be the private beta. I didn't feel like there was any anyone that was like super hard to beat, though. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like you could always there was, you could always retreat a little bit. Like even the guys with the yellow, like the yellow bars right. that could have you know, higher level enemies. 
you shot them after a while and they you know they died. You use grenades. Your grenades are OP in the game for sure. Well, and I think the great or sorry, wow, mm. <laughs> that was just kind of blurted up, messed up. it up. Uh, I think the grenades are meant to be almost a mechanic of some sort for mm-hmm. the bosses. Um, because I I would sit there and I I could unload into a yellow bar, and it wouldn't it wouldn't matter at all. I mean, just fire everything I had. Yeah, other than or you a throw grenade. a grenade into right. like a group of four people, and then they just by happenstance like walk away from it and it explodes. Yeah. And then no one gets hurt. Right. But if you throw a grenade at the yellow bars, normally that would pretty much drop their shield in like one go. Right. And then from there you could melt them down. But uh, yeah, I I agree with what you're saying for sure. Cool. What about you for combat? So combat for me, um, I thought it felt pretty good. I thought it felt very similar to Division 1, obviously. uh, It felt more like Division 1 Gears. Yeah, it, it was almost like Division One and Gears had a love child, and we ended up with minus Division camera shake. Two. Yeah, minus the camera shake. Um, <laughs> I, I thought the combat system, or the uh, sorry, the cover system felt better. Mm-hmm. I did have a few times that it felt very clunky. Like I would try to like uh, just adjust where I was at, and whenever, I would jump out of cover all of a sudden. Whenever I wanted to jump over something, I found it to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, you, including like trying to like climb something. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, sometimes that can be a, a real pain for sure. Um, but I I thought the cover system was definitely leaps and bounds better than what it was in Division One. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Division One had a pretty good cover system. I mean, I, I'm nitpicking at this point because that's what we're here to do, I suppose. But, sure. Uh, I, but we'll have I a think, full review when it comes out. Absolutely. We'll put a lot yeah, of hours this into is it. definitely one we are picking up so yeah i i mean there's no doubt about that but anyway um i thought the gun guns for me felt normal i i think the the guns that we started out with and the guns we were kind of getting lower level were about what i expected they're supposed to be hoppy they're supposed to be jumpy they're just supposed to be giant piles of shit i mean in all honesty uh and i saw that in division one i played through division one a couple different times and um the the guns you start out with are just awful and by end game or even halfway through the the campaign i mean you you start getting some better guns that are much more accurate much more stable much more um, efficient in what they're doing and I, I started to see that as I kind of played more and I got I got a couple uh, assault rifles that were just single shot assault rifles yeah and that made a world oh, of difference absolutely that, was, that made you can't use automatic so weapons so much game. better not until later game once you get yeah. start getting the higher tier automatics I assume you'll be able to use it just like division one where they were actually bearable submachine guns are your friend because they don't kick real bad they yeah. they're very great for closer combat and then I used to always division one I always ran with a submachine gun and a sniper it was perfect yeah it worked great um but anyway I I think the gameplay as far as the combat goes was it felt good to me I I think um, I only had problems probably on one mob that I ran into and that was just because I was starting to get tired and I just was like fuck I'm gonna run in there (laughs) Uh, I did not like the skills okay Um, the the skills that are available to you in the beta I didn't care for this the little seeker drone that you had the the one that was the ball yeah I liked the ball the ball was okay 
the, the exploding drone ball thing. Yeah, the turret's a piece of shit. I haven't used the turret. I, I use the, the actual drone, and I use the little sentry ball. I don't remember what they call it, but the, the little ball that goes and explodes. Uh, the, the drone, I couldn't get it to work right. Ever. The, he- the health drone? No. No, this was this was just a drone that I I though so each each skill has like four or five different right uh specializations that you can pick and the one I picked was the bomber and so you, you're supposed to pull it out and once you pull the drone out you're supposed to be able to select a point that it'll go to and it'll bomb the whole way on its on its way there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't get it's it like to work. It's like carpet bombs, right. yeah. I couldn't get it to work right for anything. Maybe it's broken. It could be. Maybe. It might be a beta issue, or maybe I'm stupid. I don't know. I'm definitely <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but uh, the other one worked well. It was it was good enough to where I could pull it out, and all you had to do was hit RB, uh, right bumper, because we played on Xbox, because we're Xbox people, uh, and send it out there, and it well, would Well, hold on. We're not it. just Xbox people. Well, We've got every system here, diggity. Yeah, we do have every system. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we predominantly play on Xbox. That's true. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> but I, I I thought that worked very well, uh, and overall I think I think everything was fair but brutal all in its own right. If you were out of cover, you were going to get shit on. Uh, you have to stay in cover, and yep. they, they make the cover very very vital, and they've made it very clear that that's what they wanted out of this game as well. Um, and I thought the yellow bars for me, I didn't have too much of an issue with them. Like you said, you know, you just kind of had to throw grenades at them. And, and yeah, they're of, just they're bullet sponges. Really, that was the, it. The way to kind of go against what you're saying with the the variety. Uh-huh. Um, I know in the first one or in the first division, all the different factions kind of specialized in different weapons. Yeah. So that's where you got your variety. And in the beta, we just saw one faction. That's fair. Or at least that's all I ran into. Yeah. No, it was just a hyenas. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's and fair. so they're all pretty similar, and they. Yep. That's where you get the the chick. On the gas on mask and meth and whatever she, the hell she was Dew on. with a knife, coming yeah. <laughs> and injects herself with Mountain Dew and comes um, at you. But in the first one, you had the, like the purifiers where they use like the flamethrowers and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So those uh, were. Assholes. I think we'll see. Yeah, those guys were terrible. Ugh. I think we'll definitely see some more variety as we kind of get opened up into the whole world. Um, so aside from combat, let's jump into some of the other gameplay aspects and some of some of the the more um just running around the city type of things kind of like environment style or? yeah just uh, anything else gameplay related other than combat oh before we get into ui and then wrap it up and then we'll you um and wrap it up okay so for me um i did not mind the environment mm-hmm. in some aspects but and again, we only get to see a sliver of it in yeah. private beta. But I hope that there are more open areas. And I don't mean I get it, it's a cover system game, so it's gonna be tight quartered or, you know, very linear, um, you know, in terms of the maps moving forward, you know, in right. a in a map and getting more covered and zone in an area. But I, I think for me, like I, I just wanna see I wanna see open sky. Like something I liked is when you first get into the game it feels like an open game. Mm-hmm. There are borders to the right and the left of you that are disguised very well as, you know, like 
a, a pile of, of fencing or something mm-hmm. like that or garbage piled up somewhere right that you can't get past. And I like that and I want to see more of that in the game. I don't want to see I don't, when when we started getting oh, you okay? Sorry. Good god, you okay? <laughs> you all right? Oh, oh, oh god. god, what are you drinking too? Vodka. Oh, vodka <laughs> down the wrong pipe. Oh god. Oh good lord. Um yeah, yeah no, I want to see Sorry about that. I I I like the openness at the start, but when we started getting in the city, it just looked like Manhattan to me. Yeah, I, and I, I can say, see that. And I fucking get it. It's a city. And everyone can be like, well, Jeff, it's a city. You know, it's streets. There's, there's little skyscrapers. There's something about it where there's just not uniqueness to the point on certain streets to the point where I feel like I'm going down the same fucking street every time. Yeah. And the same thing happened in Division. I don't know what changes that. I don't know adding theaters, adding brighter lights, adding certain sections. Like, shit like that would have helped. But I don't, you know, like, there's just, there's just numerous times. Like, Division 1, one of the only places that I really could distinguish aside from other places was like when you're like Madison Square Gardens and shit and you can see if there's a there's a key difference in the building style and architecture in that area it's a fucking giant stadium that's in that yeah. area and I just want something like that in this Washington map because I feel like it's just I get it there's a lot of tight quarters in Washington stuff that's yeah. cool but it didn't feel like old timey Washington like downtown old school buildings it felt a lot like just like newer style Manhattan building Right. Um, but I want to see more openness to it and be able to see sky. Like, I want to see blue sky. I want to be able to see, you know, one of, one of the great things we talked about, the thunderstorm in the game. Oh, that was both, both from graphically and sound-wise, it sounds fucking incredible. It sounds like there's a thunderstorm. When lightning strikes, it sounds like it's hitting, like, right next to your fucking feet. That was probably the best thunderstorm I've ever... Oh, good God. You gonna live? Yeah, I'm with good. the vodka in your in your lungs. Uh, the that was the best thunderstorm I've ever heard for sure. In a game like I was inside of a building, so I didn't actually get to see it. Uh, but the looks of it, or sorry, the the sound Sounds of it of was it, yeah. incredible. It sounded so good, right? But I want to see like openness for that, and I want I, yeah. I just I just want to see them really use the environment to that. Like you put all these animals in there, what the fuck? I see a deer at the start. I didn't see a fucking animal except for a rat down the road down in. Yeah, the city which you see in Manhattan, anyways, in Division One. Uh, they also got rid of fucking. Um, I don't know if they're bringing this, but the glass in the game. Remember when they made like the big deal in Division One where you could shoot like the window panes and stuff? Yeah. So you can shoot individual pieces of the wind, like the side windows, but not the windshield anymore. Really? Yeah, the windshield. Me and Zach, um, and Nick shot at a windshield. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of idiots <laughs> for a couple of minutes in a parking garage in the, in the map, yeah, somewhere on the map, and it didn't it didn't bust away. the The headlights busted away on the car, the side, um, and you could for get, science purposes. Oh, this is absolutely yeah. this is for the podcast. And so for the, the headlights, <laughs> little chips would come off the headlights, mm-hmm. right? And you could you could do that. And same with the windows, the side windows. Mm-hmm. But not the not the windshield. Really, it would just absorb and yeah, it would just absorb in one area, and that was it. It didn't spider web or anything. It would. It would. I mean, when you shot it, it would do like a an effect where it would just be like you know, like it looks like a broken windshield. Mm-hmm. But when you shot at it, it would just put a hole in it. It didn't. It didn't. You couldn't. You couldn't draw. Like if you wanted to cut a hole out of it to get someone who's behind yeah. in the rear window, it wouldn't do it. Really. Yeah, I which was actually... kind of weird because I really liked that about the last one because you could actually think and be like, shit. Like most games, he's like, shit, he's behind the car. I got to wait for him to come out from behind the car. Do you think that might be a 
like a an effect that they're gonna add? Or the, I don't know. I hope they not. They just didn't add so they could get the beta out, and it's something that's kind of no in idea. the finishing. I hope that's there. in the finishing thing because, like I'm saying, there is most games you have to be like shit. He's behind a car. Have to wait for him to come out. Yeah. But in Division One, you're able to like shoot through the window, and then eventually I, you make your way through the back. I you know? do know uh, one of the missions I was doing. Um, I, I tried to shoot through the window, and I ended up finally getting him through that window. But uh, the, the first shot I took, I swear I was on him. I had a sniper and everything, and I shot through and the window. I just shot the glass, and I, I don't think it did anything. Hmm. So, I mean, I I guess I did see that, but I didn't realize I saw it. Um. But it was just through a side window. It wasn't through like the windshield or anything, which was kind of strange. But I don't know. Maybe I missed. It could have. It could have um, happened. I'm gonna switch on you now. Oh boy. UI. What do you think of it? You want me to cover the rest of the gameplay stuff? Go for it. If you get your gameplay stuff, we got to wrap up soon. Yeah. Uh, We're just long. just a couple quick things on the gameplay that I wanted to cover was um, I think I ran into a major major issue where I opened up. A gun box and it completely glitched out and froze the entire game and i had to shut it down and start it again in order to play it oh we had boot problems too we're just like starting the game up it would yep not you wouldn't get in <clears throat> but it would, it would go to like the screen the division screen and then it would yeah. just go boop, and it would be off and had, i had that yeah, twice there, in a row there was it worked third time there was plenty of glitches in this beta I'm mm. not going to disguise that by any means yeah we're, we're going to be very straightforward about that we ran into a lot of problems um, a couple times I actually just quit playing for a little while because yep. I was like, I need a break from this. I can't. It was very, very, very buggy. So yep. uh, keep that in mind. But uh, overall, I think the gameplay, if you play Division 1, it's Division 1, but better. And in uh, Washington, D.C., which I think you'll start to see your open areas of the map once everything opens up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think especially around like the monument or yeah. the Washington monument and the stuff National like that. I imagine yeah. that's going to be really, really cool area to see. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, uh, the environment really changing quite a bit or not really changing, but just being drastically different. I think they were really trying to capture this doom and gloom. Like as far as architecture, yeah, you can change that. But as far as being drastically like different and seeing like, you know, maybe some more color or anything like that, I don't think you're ever going to see that because it is very doom and gloom. And yeah, everything. it's a pretty gray. Yeah. Pretty gray, pretty gray game. Oh, and it's supposed to be though. I mean, this is, yeah. this is basically like everyone was wiped out by a disease type deal, right? Oh, the president's dead. Yeah. It's gone. It's, it's a mess. So, um, I'm excited to go back to the White House and venture through that because I've heard that they did a really, really good job of of making the White House pretty accurate with maybe their own twist on some things. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think they've, as far as gameplay goes, it felt good. I, I'm excited for the full game, and I really hope that a lot of these bugs and issues and stuff that we have been seeing, which um, weren't I, I, most of them were fairly minor. I mean, we had a couple boot problems, like you said, and I had that one one time that it completely glitched and froze me out of the entire game. Everything yeah. else was like the sound quit for a second or something like that. Um, but uh, hopefully they get those fixed. Uh, and last up, let's talk about UI. Hell so, to the yeah. Uh, I think UI slash HUD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you want to go? Go ahead. You go. No, you go first. Go no. for it. You have it on your mind right now. Go for All it. Right. So for me. I love the UI in the first one. 
and I loved yeah. it. it. It's it's very similar Brilliant. because everybody loved the UI in the first one. Oh, it was awesome. gorgeous. You felt like a fucking you yeah. know, it was so futuristic it, and so clean and minimal at the same time though. Yeah. It showed you everything you wanted. If you wanted to get advanced, it would show you. I think the biggest thing for it is it feels light. A lot of times when you open up a menu or something like that, it's it, it's a solid screen, whereas this is kind of transparent and you mm-hmm. can see through it. And then a big thing for the division is the use of like hologram type things and and hollow tapes and stuff like that. So it, it feels like your agent literally holds up his his arm and is looking at like a display from his watch. That's what it feels like. It yeah. feels like Tony Stark looking at something in his lab, you know, where he has all the holograms that come yeah. up. It has this very futuristic feel that contrasts the world that they're in, but also feels like it belongs in a weird sort of way. Yeah. But it looks gorgeous. I mean, I, I on my smartwatch, I had a division uh <laughs> like uh, watch face on it for forever yeah. because it just looks so cool. They did yep. such an awesome job, and the orange just contrasts all of the gray of the world and everything that is yep. just kind of destroyed. And it just they did an awesome job on this UI. I absolutely love it. Yeah, they killed it. Um, for me, for the UI, um, menus are fantastic. They work. Uh, only grab I have is some of the, the the font. If you have a smaller TV, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, I, well, so in the menu, actually, when you first start it up, and I don't know if it's going to do that when you first start the game up, but in the private beta, at least, you could go through a lot of accessibility and a lot of different things. You can actually make the font larger, mm-hmm. but I found that when I made the font larger, it was too large. There's no, so it's like it's smaller, medium. There's no, or smaller, large. Sorry, there's yeah. no medium in between. It'd be mm-hmm. nice to have the medium in between. I noticed the same thing because I I switch it too large just to see what it would look yeah, like. Yeah, and it's way it's you look, you feel like an much. idiot. Yeah, um, so. There's that. That's my only gripe about it. Other than that, um, it was awesome. Like you said, it totally looks futuristic, um, but it doesn't look like it's it do, it's like it's out of place. Right. Um, it's all device based, so like it feels like you're using the same network and, and tools and the same ecosystem and 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 you know of, of tools that he's using. You know, powers through to the rest of the UI. Right. Um, nothing crashed. Everything was super fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Super quick. You want to change your gun? Super quick. Yep. You want to bring up a menu super quick. The map, way better than the other division. Way fucking better than Division <laughs> 1. Less stuff all over the map. It showed you cities, and it also, show, like in the city, it would show an actual 3D view of it. Mm-hmm. That was better than, because in Division 1, it was kind of like that scan, right? Or something like that. Yeah, like a weird, it, like it almost red, showed these like weird, a weird levels, pro scan or something. made it a little confusing. Yeah, so this one shows kind of like 3D modeling of those buildings, and I was actually able to look at those buildings and be able to distinguish between the buildings of where I've actually had been in the past, which is great. Yeah. Um, I don't really understand why there's a, a version of your character on the map. Cause I think he <laughs> takes up a lot of space. Um, there's also not as much stuff on the map now that shows like right off the get go. So it doesn't seem like there's like a million dots everywhere. Yeah. However, we played the private beta. So for all we know, like later down the road, there's just a million things all over the map. Yeah. Um, in terms of the HUD, for me, uh, I thought the HUD was way more improved than the last one. Not to say that the last one was bad. I thought the last one was great, but they really improved on this one. I also felt like when you killed enemies, instead of just seeing like a chunk of go away, it would be like you'd see the, the decrease in the bar smoothly. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that helped a lot for when I needed to know when to pull off the trigger in some instances, like in some instances to conserve ammo. Um, grenades felt better to throw. Um, yeah. Not just gameplay-wise, but like being able to actually see 
So like it is a red mark now, and it's way more visible. So if like, it's behind cover, you can actually see. In the first one, it was it was orange, wasn't it? it so it's it orange in this mark. one too. But if you hover into enemies, it turns red. Oh, but okay. before in the other one, I think it also turned red. But if you were to throw it behind cover, it never really like you couldn't see it that well. Mm -hmm. This one kind of like maps over top of all the cover and everything, and yeah. zooms around. And the line it's that you the much arc, more visible. The, yeah, the arc that you throw to also changes color, and it's much more like more distinguished now. Yeah. So you can notice that better. So I enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, ammo. It was super easy to see ammo. Um, only thing, only gripe I said like previously was, and it goes to gameplay. It's just the the, the arrows, the alert system for when enemies are you know yeah. behind you or something i had a problem a with some of that as well i was mainly listening i think it's just for it. i think it just came down to color for me because i think it's white arrows and it would get washed out uh, yeah some of the foggy like streets and shit if they made it like orange or something i think it would help them out a lot but i know, basically used predominantly audio cues like listening for people and things like that basically to know yeah. who was around me and who was firing yeah but I, I wasn't really watching much of the uh, the actual like hit marker type deal or the mm -hmm. the, the danger meter danger, deal danger. or whatever they call it in their game. But uh, cool, yeah. I I think the game looks promising. They have some bugs to work out for sure. Yeah. Um, do we do our rating system on this? Do we do we discuss that? Should we yeah, do that? Really? We, we've talked about our rating system, but just for a quick clarification, we. Here at Diggity, we do a rating system of don't touch, rent, or buy. Because that's what you can do. Because those are options, and numbers are not options when you go into GameStop <laughs> or Walmart or your local game store or anywhere. doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so that's how we want to rate games because that's how you buy games. Sorry. We're not dissing on the fact of like, you know numerical value to it like i get it if someone's like this is a eight out of nine like you can see on a scale right yeah. but the problem is is we have to review like six seven different games to be like what's our 10 versus like ign's 10 yeah you know what i mean and it's just like yeah. this makes fucking sense you buy games you either rent games or you just don't fucking touch the game yeah and any of the reviews that i ever watched in the past before we started doing this ourselves was usually i was looking for people that did either a buy wait or Rent don't it. touch it yeah oh yeah deal. yeah so um for me if you played the division one and you enjoyed it i absolutely say buying this game i think it's going to be the division one but better yep. um if you are not familiar with with uh cover based shooters uh with a little bit of difficulty behind them i would say rent it uh if you don't like shooting games don't buy it <laughs> <laughs> you also you should don't probably not this. listen to this whole review. Hold, no, hold on, hold on. If you, if you might like, if you might, yeah, if that's you, true. If you enjoy battle royales and shit, don't buy this. If you enjoy first-person shooters, don't fucking buy this. Like Call of Duty, Battlefield yeah. Five, and stuff like that. If you enjoy the shit out of Gears of War, buy this fucking thing. If you can stand cover and and saying to yourself, I have to hit, stay behind this yeah. wall for six seconds before this cover fire goes down, and then shoot. You're gonna like it, but if you just want to go in and run and gun, you can't fucking do that in this game. From, from a <clears throat> run and gun player, which is what I am for sure, um, you can play this game. You, it's a learning curve, but you will figure it out. Uh, I absolutely am going to say, even with the bugs that are existing, I have full faith in Ubisoft that they are going to figure this out because they've done it before. They know how to do it. 
uh, and most of the bugs were very, very minor. So my recommendation is to buy it. Damn, son. Nice. Uh, for me, uh, I am also a buy. And I'm also a buy, even if you haven't played Division 1, you can jump into this, no yeah, problem. Absolutely. I mean, the, the premise is pretty simple. Um, and you can get Division 1 pretty cheap now. Anyways, oh, too, if you want yeah, to pick it up. Um, so do that, honestly, if you want to get into this as well. But yeah, it's a buy for me. Sounds great. Uh, graphics are great. Um, gameplay is fantastic. The UI is fantastic, and same with the HUD. Yeah. Anything that I grabbed about today was very minute stuff, and the fact that it was minute within a private beta. Yeah. No, that's great. I have faith too, so I would Absolutely. definitely buy this too. I'd buy this on release. Yep. And on top of that, uh, once the actual game comes out, we will do a full review of yes. the full game. Full blown. Uh, but this is just with what we have available to us right now. Uh, so yeah. here we are. And we both say bye. Um, if you trust us, you'd buy it. And follow us <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, snap. Woo! Thank you. you done, <laughs> dang it, you done half my job. But hey, you forgot something. But today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. <laughs> you can enjoy a free audiobook download and free 30-day trial by heading on over to audibletrial.com slash diggity. It's D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. Get access to over 180,000 titles for your Android, your iPhone, your Kindle, or your MP3 player audibletrial.com slash diggity thank you so much to audible team um like brody alluded to follow us on twitter and instagram at diggity podcast subscribe to us on youtube diggity gaming uh if you're listening to the podcast you've never seen our um disgusting faces hey check us out you know on youtube it's great <laughs> it's great um <laughs> on top of that um i am available on xbox gamer tag is maple jeff please add me reach out add don't care yeah down oh, yeah. to down to add people down to play with people what about your gamer tag? Uh, my gamer tag is Luscious Brody. Oh snap! Which was not that before we started this podcast, but Jeff and so lovingly gave me this name. I did, and it has stuck. So yes. here we are. Yes. Um, and uh, on top of that too, uh, if you want to leave some feedback, whether it be on YouTube on the video podcast in the form of a of a comment, um, oh, oh sorry, <laughs> getting ahead of myself. If you're on YouTube, smash that like button, yo. Oh god. Yeah, I know. I still hate it. Still fucking yep, hate it. I know, me too, but I gotta say it. That's how you fit it on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to the audio podcast, hey, uh, leave us some feedback. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. Uh, it does two things. One, it helps uh, spread diggity through the interwebs. Uh, that's kind of how algorithms work and shit. Uh, and uh, the other side of it is your comment is actually called feedback. And what that does is it helps us make the show better. Um, so, And we, we value feedback immensely. And especially as we start growing here over the next couple of weeks and doing some new cool stuff. And hopefully by next podcast, we got a cool little announcement uh, to go over with people. But uh, mm-hmm. until next time, we'll see you for the Thursday show. See you.